Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, we are on to question 34 of our College Football Preview Series. That is a lot of questions, so be sure to check out our feed if you haven't uh, listened or watched all of them. Just uh, pick the ones you like after you check this one out. Trey, what's the question today? Which Big Ten players will have breakout seasons in 2021? Okay, uh, each of us has three breakout players. I'll get us started here. Uh, defensive end Zach Harrison from Ohio State. I could have easily gone with Tyreek Smith on the other side or yeah. uh, Jack Sawyer, if you can count a true freshman as a, as a breakout player. Uh, they've got plenty of defensive end candidates to break out. But yeah, going with Zach Harrison... He was a five-star recruit a couple years ago, and he's been solid. Like he, he had a yeah. good year last year, but just hasn't lived up to that Bosa, you know, both Bosas and and uh, you know Chase Young Chase type Young, expectations. Yeah. I'm not sure he's going to reach those levels, but I think he could have a great year. He had a lot of pressures last year, not a lot of sacks, but I'm, I'm thinking with another year of development, um, I'm thinking he's going to get more snaps this season. I think he could kind of break out on a national level. That's right. I could totally see that. Now going to their rival, I'm going with Dax Hill of Michigan, a, a safety for them. You know, he was one of Michigan's highest recruits uh, a couple years back. His freshman year, he was very productive in most categories. His teammates voted him the defensive rookie of the year. Uh, last year, overall, was just a disaster for the defense, but lots of COVID disruptions. He himself still had a decent year, second leading tackler, five pass breakups in their shortened season. And he's really expected to be the the centerpiece of the secondary in the new scheme going into this year. So I feel like they're going to let him loose, have more of a, a, a bigger impact. Uh, will he help Michigan's defense get back to the early Harbaugh days? Maybe not, but he can certainly lead the turnaround from a year ago. All right, I like those two so far. Uh, all right, my first one, I got uh, Miles Marshall, a wide receiver from Indiana. Big target, standing at 6'4". Uh, and as a sophomore last year, he had 290 yards and a touchdown, you know, abbreviated year. Uh, but as Trey has alluded to in a previous podcast, Indiana lost their uh, leading receiver, well, leading receptions, a uh, guy in Watt Villier. Uh, so that was a, that's a key loss. So somebody's got to step up and kind of fill his shoes a bit be kind of the next guy next to Ty Freifogel, who's going to draw a lot of attention. Uh, and I think Miles Marshall is going to be that guy. Uh, Indiana tends to have some pretty solid receiver play. Yeah. Um, and I think Marshall uh, is going to be the next guy. Um, his best game was actually against Ohio State, which not a surprise since they threw for 500 yards against uh, Ohio State that day. But, hey, I think this guy's got the potential. He's going to go into his junior year. I think he can have a big, a big one. Okay, I got another receiver here, Milton Wright from Purdue, and he was one of Jeff Brom's best recruits a few years ago, and as a freshman, was sixth on the team in targets. Last year, he was third, and this year, with Rondell Morgan, I would expect him to be a clear number two to David Bell, and and he's playing in an offense that, I mean, last year couldn't run the ball, so they threw it a ton, but Jeff Brom always <laughs> throws it a ton. They're always near the yeah. top of the country in terms of... Uh, pass percentage on offense so you would expect the number two receiver in an offense like that to get uh get a lot of targets so he could be in line for you know 800 plus yards and oh, if yeah. all goes well a thousand i'm feeling frisky a thousand ooh, i don't think ooh. maybe they're gonna have a good pass offense it's doable man yeah they should you never know yeah 
All right, I'm going to go with Nick Herbig, the Wisconsin linebacker. Uh, I'm taking a little bit of a chance here uh, because you got Jack Sanborn, Leo Chanel. uh, They're going to anchor that linebacker core, and they'll continue their production. But Herbig plays more on the outside. Last year he had some tackles, six tackles for loss uh, on top of 26 tackles. And remember, they had a shortened COVID year. Uh, He started as a true freshman last year, which was kind of unheard of for the Badgers. He's primed for a big year. And we all know it was kind of a surprise. Wisconsin's defense didn't have the greatest pass rush uh, or even overall defense as, as they normally do. But Jim Leonard, uh, he knows the defense. I'm banking on him and their defense to, to improve in 2021. I think Herbig will be a big part of that. Not saying he'll be like a Zach Bond from a couple of years ago, but I think he's going to have a big impact, and especially after a full year of experience. Yeah, Wisconsin's yep. defense is going to be great. Yeah, it'll be really good. Um, all right, I'm going to go to uh, another linebacker. I'm going to go to uh, Penn State uh, linebacker Brandon Smith. Uh, he was a former five-star recruit a couple years back, and he kind of showed glimpses last year that, you know, big-time players coming one day. He had eight tackles for loss, a couple sacks. So not not no, really noteworthy statistics, but um, was kind of thrust into some action, obviously, when, you know, some, some COVID issues last year and Mike Parsons sitting out. So now – Full year of experience, combine that with his obvious physical tools that he has, combine that with linebacker U Penn State, where they tend to tend to turn him out pretty well. I think Brandon Smith's in for in store for a pretty good year. All right. My last breakout candidate in the Big Ten is wide receiver Daniel Jackson from Minnesota. Uh another, you know, four star recruit uh a couple years ago and as a true freshman last year had twelve catches and three drops so not a not a good ratio there what an amazing player (laughs) not good but small sample and you know he's true freshman but with Rashad Bateman gone he's going to get a lot more targets and Minnesota's offense around him returns just about everyone else you know besides Bateman so if Jackson can take a step forward as a sophomore like you would expect then could be a, a big year for him next to you know Chris Ottman Bell Exactly, because I think a lot of the defense will focus on Ottman Bell, so he could he could thrive. All right, I'm going to go back to the defense. Uh, a linebacker from Ohio State, Taraja Mitchell. Uh, he's a senior. He's finally getting his chance to shine after having to back up the linebackers like Browning, Borland, Warner. Uh, the coaching staff, they talk a lot about his athleticism. They're going to try and use him, use his speed to get in the backfield. Um, he has seen in front of him, with the guys I mentioned, what it takes to be elite. And, and, and now he gets to finally showcase that, that talent. I loved one of his quotes from this off season. It was, I look forward to thumping some guys. So that's, that's what you <laughs> like right. to hear out of your linebacker. What I like from a linebacker. <laughs> exactly. He shed some weight. He thinks it'll help him dramatically. And the Buckeyes are going to need him to have a big year to get that silver bullet defense back to its high levels. Yep. Okay. Uh, any, uh, Honorable. Well, you're missing my last. Ryan, we got one more. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Wow, way to cut me (laughs) off, buddy. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Go ahead. It better be good, though. Better be good. Okay. Better not be a Nebraska player. No pressure. It's not a Nebraska player. Okay. Uh, If we were doing, I don't know, what's the opposite of breakout? Shrink. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I would have gone with some Nebraska guys. All right. Uh, My breakout player is Ya Black, uh, defensive tackle from Iowa. Barely got his feet wet last year, appearing in I think. appeared in four games uh, but he was a true freshman um, and he was a bit undersized 
put on a ton of good weight since arriving in Iowa City. He's up to about 285 or so now, so he's plenty big enough. Defensive coordinator Phil Parker seems to be really high on his kid and his athleticism. And, of course, we know that they do a really good job at developing defensive linemen. Uh, they just had the Big Ten defensive lineman of the year last year, Davion Nixon. He's gone, but, you know, they produced these guys. And they had Chauncey Golston. It just seems like they're turning these guys out. So, you know, I don't know if he's going to be an all-conference-type player this year because he's only still going to only be a, like a redshirt freshman. But he's going to be a good player. I would put a lot of money on it that this kid's going to turn out to be a good one. Okay, now... Do we have any honorable mentions? <laughs> or, or Trey, you don't have anyone. I didn't skip anybody, did I? No, it's it's lights on you. I mean, I've got well, CJ Stroud is almost like too obvious naming the yeah yeah yeah. I, I feel like I like a breakout guy that at least has played a little bit, you know? Because what are you breaking out from if you've? Well, I guess CJ Stroud did play a little bit, but didn't throw a pass. Uh, Jackson Smith and and Jigba though, another kind of potential oh, break. Yeah, I mean, true. he should have a big year in the slot for Ohio State at receiver. Anybody else? I wish I could say somebody in Nebraska. Should I just say somebody? Just Sure, go for it. To, Give us somebody. Samori Torre, uh, the wide yeah. receiver transfer from Montana. He was an All-American there. He's supposed to be uh, kind of like a pro's pro. He's the, he's, everybody's talked pretty highly of him, so I think he's going to be a, you know, a pretty good, pretty darn good player. Okay, well, let us know in the comments any other players that we missed. Uh, thank you for watching the College Football Bros. If you like the show, be sure to give us five stars in a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd appreciate that. Give the video a thumbs up uh, if you like the content we're putting out. And we will be back tomorrow, our final Big Ten episode at long last. We are going to pick our conference champion, and we're going to make an underdog bet. So tune in for that. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.